0: Welcome to episode two of the Game Storming Podcast. I'm Davis Hagen, and back this week with me is Matt Cassidy. Hi. Mike Nitroy. Hello. Mary Gardner.
1: This is my second time saying hello because we fucked up the first recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Full disclosure. Okay. Full disclosure. Um, before we jump into games, uh, we just, we're big fans of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt here at Game Storming, so we want to give a shout out to that. Coming back with season two tomorrow... We're going to get some more Titus Andromeda. Yeah. But in dark news, very ah, dark it's, news, it's really funny. Matt and I have been playing Dark Souls 3, and it is awesome. A uh, lot of dying, a lot of crazy boss fights. Um, funny story, I made Matt try to fight a boss that I had died on like 10 times, and he just go ahead and he went ahead and beat it on the second try i was was real mad but uh matt what's your experience been like so far um
2: frustrating because i feel like i i feel like i've been playing it like i've played bloodborne and that doesn't doesn't necessarily translate uh too well um unless you're allocating your points to the right stats obviously but i'm trying to dodge way more than i i need to i need to be using that shield more and you and I have had actually kind of vastly different experiences based on yeah, just what classes mm-hmm. uh, we chose. You chose the warrior or knight. I chose the knight class. Yeah, and I'm playing um, an assassin, which is kind of like a mix between like an endurance and magic build. So we've really been like he's he's been advancing way faster than I have yeah. just from his brute strength. <laughs> he just <laughs> barrels through everything. Yeah, um, I... I,
0: I wouldn't say... Well, no, I pretty much sucked at Bloodborne. <laughs> but, like, Dark Souls... I was decent at Dark Souls 2 before I quit. And then, um... So far, like, I beat, like, a super hard mini-boss to start off. I beat the first boss all without dying. The first time I died was at the second boss. Like, wow. I was like... Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm not bad at this yeah, game. I and thought, I was I like... I thought
1: they opened those games up with, like, killing you automatically.
0: <laughs> uh, Bloodborne, they did. You had to die in Bloodborne. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and, and but, yeah. I, I like, go ahead. And I, I just thought, I thought that, uh, there was, like, I don't know, I, I could just went, wasn't there, like, a room in Dark Souls 2 or whatever that it's just, like, you could beat it, but there's, like, an impossibly hard boss, and then you basically die right away?
0: I don't remember. I don't, yeah. I, I don't, know, that that was definitely Bloodborne, but I don't remember that in Dark Souls 2. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Bloodborne, you had to get killed by, like, that dog thing, like, yeah. right there at the beginning. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, that was weird, but... Yeah, this one I was like, wow, I've, I haven't died yet. And then I finally died in the second loss. And it took me like 10 to 15 tries to finally beat that thing. But <laughs> I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, Matt and I have had very different experiences. I like came over here and I was looking at the screen. I was like, whoa, your health bar is way smaller than mine. But your stamina bar is like the same as your health. And I, we were comparing stats. And I was like, wow, your attack is way worse. But your stamina is way higher. And you have magic and stuff. And it was it's just cool how you can have... Completely different experiences um, playing the same game.
2: It, it yeah. seems like they put more of a focus on role playing and like messing with your stats than they have before, because you can really uh, tailor your experience to play how you want it. Um, there's more variety, I think, within the classes this time.
1: For sure, it should be fun to
2: replay. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so would you say would you say that this one is better than the second one? Because I heard a lot of complete. I, I, you know, just. A lot. Let everybody know, I, I've never played a Souls game. i played a little bit of Demon Souls, and uh, I've dabbled in Bloodborne and want to get back to it. Um, but I've never played Dark Souls, never played Dark Souls 2, but I heard a lot of complaints about Dark Souls 2 compared to the first. So is this one, like, does it fix what that one got wrong, or is it is it just better? Like-
0: yeah. well, with Dark Souls 2, it was, like, like every time you... I, what what happened was apparently it was way easier than them, but every time you died, like your max health would go down five percent. So it was just like Dark Souls Two was just annoying compared to the other ones, uh, just because like people felt like it wasn't as hard as the other ones, so they felt like they had to to make it gimmicky to be hard. Like they were like, we know this isn't as hard, so we're really gonna punish you for dying this time by like making your max health go down. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I think this one is a little bit harder to start. Um, but at the same time, it's, it it feels just as rewarding. Uh, they, they all have the same kind of feel, but I, I like this one better to start so far,
1: I would say. It's pretty cool.
0: It's weird because we all have different, like Matt has played dark souls one and I haven't, and I've played dark souls two and Matt hasn't. And then we both played bloodborne and dark souls three now. So it's like, we've, been all over the radar, and I don't think either of us played Demon Souls. Played yeah, Demon's no, Soul? I didn't play Demon Souls. Yeah, but you said you played Demon Souls for like a second, Larry. So
1: I, I, yeah, I played for a little bit. I, um, I beat be, like the first two or three bosses. I think yeah. um, it was good. It was a good game, um, but I was playing it um, many years after it came out, so it was it was a little dated by the time I was playing. Um, And I I feel like when I was playing that, a lot of stuff was coming out, so I sort of just... Mm. It it was free on PlayStation Plus, I think, so I just kind of dabbled in it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all make me want (laughs) to (laughs) cry. Yeah. Um, I think they do that to almost
0: everyone, So I just stay away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember you playing Bloodborne, and you were so frustrated, and I was laughing, but then I had the same reaction, so...
3: But you overcame it, I just traded in. I traded it in for Dark Souls Three. Actually. Oh my god!
1: See, I want to. I want to overcome the difficulty in Bloodborne. I want to get back to it because uh, I. I remember like ah, I don't. I don't even remember like how far I got. It's so frustrating because I don't know. I could like feel myself getting better, and then I just had no time.
3: See, they kept talking yeah. about that point where they said like you eventually get good, and I never got there.
1: Yeah, it's there's always that
0: part in those games where you get to that point though yeah it's like you overcome a boss or an area that's like really hard and you just like what happens to most people and i found that like everyone i know who beat bloodborne has happened to it's like they got stuck at like an area like the fourth or fifth boss and they like just farmed souls for a long time and then they finally were able to beat the boss in the area and then after that it was just like they were over level and everything was Pretty, I mean not pretty easy,
2: but everything was easier compared. in comparison. I did that one side boss in Bloodborne. The um, it it spelled amygdala, but they pronounced it amygdala the whole time. You know yeah. what i Yeah. And that yeah. and that was like an optional boss, I think, but it was stupid hard. Like yeah. it, I was not ready. But, <laughs> but I just like I just dealt with it, and I finally killed it. And after that, like that's when it got easy for me. But that was like two thirds of the way through the game, oh, I crap. think. And I could have just gone right past that. Like I didn't need to punish myself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I, I, I remember in Bloodborne, I accidentally found my way to the second boss before the first one. So, you know, I remember like when IGN was covering uh that, that weird like beast <laughs> on the bridge fight, uh the first one. Um and I was just trying to find that, but then I found my way to to was it father guess
0: going, mean, yeah. whatever his I name is, yeah.
1: Just destroyed me. This is really is-
0: tough. <laughs> Yeah, that that's it's crazy how those how that how that can work though. I I really respect that about that and like uh like we said like it's hard and it's hard to get better until you're not, what Matt said two thirds of the way. But when you're playing it, you don't know what two thirds of the way through the game yeah. is. So you don't know how many bosses there are and everything. And I I really mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. So
2: yeah. I think those games are best played like in a vacuum. For like like you want to know kind of as little. Yeah, as possible because discovery is a big part of those
1: i agree yeah that's why i'm looking forward to going back back to bloodborne because at the time i knew i like knew a little something about all the bosses i think um and i've forgotten like i don't remember uh so yeah you know it'll, it'll be cool to go back and yeah play in a vacuum so
0: yeah it's 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 fun to like to discover what what works and what doesn't, and against like certain enemies and stuff, and I just like uh, Matt said that that sense of discovery and a co- uh, just adds to like the sense of accomplishment once you actually do something productive. So,
3: yeah,
2: the way they tie that into like their lore and their storytelling is pretty cool, I think, too. And I think that's unique to video games that they can they can tell their story in such a subtle way, like through item descriptions and like level design, and, um. Art design and stuff, and it's not like it's not it's not cinematic, but it's still fun to discover everything and yeah. piece um, all the bits of the puzzle together for yourself. Even though I still have no idea what's going on in Dark <laughs> and only a vague idea of what happened in Bloodborne, but
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really do respect that as well. That the atmosphere is really like the the main like plot focus on all these games, and I, I really do like that because it's crazy how how much like just an area can tell you uh what's happening in the world sometimes but uh yeah i think it's pretty cool very fun very fun but we can go to the far end of the spectrum if you would like on the absolute other side uh we can talk about ratchet's cankles oh i'm sorry uh, ratchet and clank uh came out Tuesday as well, and I know um Mike you've been playing it, and I know Matt you've been playing it, and it looks really fun. uh I just want to know what you guys thought about it so far,
3: yeah, I mean, it's so good. I was telling someone asked me about it earlier because they saw I was playing it, and I said it's like the perfect blend of nostalgia from the first one, but also like a mix there's so much freshness in it, because like, it's not technically like a just a remake it's kind of like I, they've been using the word reimagining because it's like it's based on the movie, which is based on the original game, but like I said, it's it's enough to make me like remember the first one, playing the first one like years ago on PS2. But um, it also feels totally fresh. I don't know if Matt feels the same way, but that's how I feel about it.
2: I I feel exactly the same way, actually. And you know, I mean, when I think back to when I first played Ratchet and Clank on PS2, I remember that game looking as good as this, as right. this remake. Was right. Funny. But but still, when you compare the two images, like it's I mean, it's a whole world of difference. This one looks um, so good, so good. It, it really does. I think it's one of the best-looking games we've gotten this generation so
1: yeah, definitely. far. Yeah, um, I, I saw a review of it, it looks so amazing. Oh, my God.
2: The way they keep striving to make it look like, almost like, I guess, a Pixar movie or, like, a DreamWorks movie, I like how they keep they keep striving for that, and I
3: think they've gotten really close this time.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I thought since, like, since the basic level designs and, like, most of the basic planets and like gameplay stuff has stayed the same. They were able to probably focus so much on um, just making it look good and making it play really well, and adding like adding more stuff to it that made it even better than just what the original game was like.
2: Yeah, I'm glad. Have you gotten that Pixel pixelator gun yet? Because I'm yes. really excited. That I, love my- it. I love it. <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet. I'm so excited. I'm. I'm glad that. Do you guys remember how Ratchet was kind of a jerk in the very first game to Clank?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm glad that they've gotten rid of that and are making him not a jerk now because he <laughs> was really mean to Clank for no reason at all. Yeah, but,
1: <laughs> I'm actually ashamed to say I never played the Ratchet and Clank series. I never oh. have either. I want to
0: really bad, especially with this one because I feel like it's a good, like a good spot to jump in. But I've never played one.
1: I know, and I had a PS2 like growing up. I just ne- never, never got the game.
3: See, I've played, like, yeah. every one since, like, the first one. Yeah, I got the PS2 and the
0: PS3 late, so I was like, oh, I'm not going to get these children's games. Uh. So, oh, <laughs> I didn't,
3: yeah, I didn't know they were, like, that big of a deal, so... The I mean, was, I played the Jack, like, Jack, Jack they lo- series. They late. look like children's games, but they're, like, full of, like, innuendos and stuff. Yeah, right, they really yeah.
1: are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the titles are quite, uh... Yeah. <laughs> in your face about it.
2: Yeah. Going Commando days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. I, it was just one of those, like, I played uh, Jack and Daxter series and, like, Sly Cooper really, really late when they had those, like, HD remasters or whatever they were, like, collections come out, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, Ratchet and Clank, like, I can't do that. I just played,
2: like, so many platformers, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: They're worth it, though, and I'm surprised that the series is still going and, like, the the same core formula is still intact, and it's still as fun as it always has been. Yeah. They keep making minor
3: changes. Like, when I, I was thinking when I was playing this one, when I was younger and playing the originals, I just liked them because it was just like mindless shooting and it was just addicting and fun. But now I like have a, a respect for the level design and like the levels never overstay their welcome and they're also different. So, like, I don't know, it's just a really good formula they have going. I miss, um, one thing I do miss <coughs> is uh, the, the frame
2: rate. I really, I mean, I really prefer. 60 frames in these games just because I'm so used to seeing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they made the change to 30 frames back in that short Into the Nexus game and they said they weren't going to focus on that anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a a huge deal, but I do miss it. Um, It was sort of a nice, uh, provided some really slick gameplay. Yeah. But. Oh well. (laughs) I guess. They don't care about frame rate anymore. (laughs) No game does. Wasn't this generation supposed to be the 1080p, 60 frames per second every game generation? And yeah, was, they lied. Lie at all.
0: <laughs> they lied. It was supposed to be the game. It was supposed to be the, the generation two that there was no load times anymore. Oh yeah, and like, we saw it. Fallout Four, Fallout Four, and yeah. Bloodborne originally. <laughs> that was that was nice. Oh happy. god, no! That
1: th- those load times were abysmal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. Fallout Four was as bad, yes. and you had to load a lot. I was like. I remember, like, I, I was like, oh, I could, I'm playing a whole game of Solitaire, and the time it takes for this <laughs> to
2: Fallout 4 to, to come like, up. Like, I remember booting it up, and then, like, I'd hit continue, and I'm like, all right, now I can go make coffee, and now I can do all this stuff, <laughs> yeah. and I'll come back in ten minutes when you're finished. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and it's funny, because, like, before playing Fallout 4, like, in the month or two leading up to it, I was replaying Fallout 3, and, uh, and I can definitely say, yeah, the load times were exactly the same. Um, which is just, just say, annoying. Um, uh, I don't know. That, that was just... That, that, that is always something that just turns me off of Bethesda games. And I love Bethesda games, but, like, uh, when... When, when you yeah, it's always just... I get the idea. I'm like, yeah, no, it's time to play this, like, awesome, awesome RPG. Like, get lost in that world. And then I think about how long it's going to take for me to actually get there from this very minute. And I'm like,
2: ugh... <laughs> And then you see Fallout 4, like, have horrible load times like that, and then you turn on The Witcher, and you get one load time, like, at the beginning, really, and then you open any door, you can travel through most of the world without having to see, like, if you stay in, like, one of the (coughs) core areas, you don't have to see that anymore, but, like, you can enter, like, all these different buildings, you can go to Novigrad without having to worry about any sort of load time, so it seems kind of weird that Bethesda is still stuck in that every time you open a door... Yeah. You got to sit through five minutes alone. Yeah,
0: and I thought that's that's what that's what people thought the, this generation would be is like The Witcher, like you have one load time that you know it's whatever you know. Which I mean, it's not it's, it's short, not short for sure, but it's one instead of every time you open a door, every time you go to a new area, every time you die or whatever. So yeah. um, it's
1: the reason I love Uncharted. Uncharted is one really long load time, and then the rest of the load times are disguised in cutscenes
2: yeah it's pretty so. very nice looking cutscenes too yeah exactly
0: <laughs> but uh that that actually brings me to uh a next uh a next little topic here um there's basically confirmed the the p it is is it confirmed the p s four point five is confirmed right it's heavily rumored i would say
2: yeah i don't, I don't think they've made an official announcement yet, but there's been enough
0: yeah there's been enough talk about it um that it's basically confirmed. Um, the P- the PS 4.5 it's supposed to be like a the next technology leap uh, without going to the PS 5. Obviously, it's supposed to be put um, to work like 4K mm-hmm. and 1080P and all that all that um, jazz. Uh, loader or faster load times with in terms of uh, like loading games like or. De- updates and all that all the technical stuff basically sorry I'm, I'm not a big tech guru um so I'm not getting to the specifics of it but it's it's definitely the next step um which brings up a lot of like questions really um and and there's a rumor for the xbox as well um I don't know. I have issues with it, um, but I, I just want to hear what you guys think about. Like, if you guys are excited for it, if you guys are going to upgrade, if there's a potential like you trade in and get a pretty good deal on it, or, or what?
4: I
3: just don't know why. Like, yeah. why? Who? Same. I just don't know who it's for. Like, yeah, because they. The way it sounds to me, it doesn't sound like there would be, like, exclusive games on it. Like, I feel like <laughs> they would still... But then why bother? Like, why? what's going to be the the motive for me to even get this? Like, I don't... If it's going to look better, okay, but to spend another couple hundred dollars on this <laughs> to, I don't know, have games look better, I can't see it happening. And is it really going to convince anyone who's been on the fence about getting a PS4 to even get one? Like, I just don't understand yeah, who, who is the target audience. Yeah.
1: You know what's funny? Um, Nintendo ran into the problem when they released the Wii U that every that there were people legitimately saying, "Well, why am I going to get this? I already have a Wii." And uh, and and you know they had to try so hard to to like convince everybody and like assure them that this was an entirely new thing. But the reason people didn't buy the Wii U, like yeah, you know, besides it doesn't it doesn't have support, is just like you know they didn't know what it was and this is, like, exactly the same thing, except there is no convincing people it's a new thing, because it's not. I don't, and, I like, yeah, it just, I don't know. It seems it, like a recipe for It's just, not
3: like the PS4 is underpowered right now, anyway. Like, it... Yeah. Not I at all. Games typically almost always look better on PS4 compared to Xbox One, just, like, when it comes to 1080p versus 720. Like, they already kind of have the upper hand.
2: Yeah, right. It, I think
0: it,
3: it doesn't it's, it's,
2: I feel like they do this every generation kind of like cuz like with PS3 they had like PS3 Slim or, or whatever or, or Xbox 360 Elite mm-hmm. and I I I feel like why if if this is going to make Uncharted 4 run at 60 frames per second as opposed to 30 on the regular PS4 that'd be cool but I don't see that happening at all. Yeah. And there's talk about 4K support. That's a cool idea I think. Like if you can play 4K Blu-rays, but are they really going to be like, are games really going to be um, in 4K, like, at that point? Like, I feel like there's no way they're going to have a graphics processor in PS4.5 that'll be able to support native 4K displays. And I don't think that's going to be worth it at all, really.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Mike and I all have talked about the Wii U on several occasions, How why that was a failure. The marketing was terrible with mm-hmm. that, Larry. Like, the marketing was just was trash, yeah. like... Why well, even call it the Wii U in the first place? People thought it was an expansion, all that. Um, but with in terms of the PS 4.5, like like Mike said, I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna sell real well. What what they might do with it though is um, eventually, I've heard rumors that they're gonna make it the same price as the PS4, and just that's gonna be the the stock option. Basically, it's everything everything new is gonna be a PS 4.5, and it could work if it's not, like, too expensive technology, where they can't sell it at uh, 400 or 350 or whatever the PS4 is at right now. Um,
1: but yeah, I don't I mean, know. Like, like I, I wouldn't care if these rumors just turned out to be like, hey, look, it's actually just a PS4 Slim. Yeah. Uh, it still plays the same games, and now there's 4K support or something. Like, if that's <laughs> the case like, cool. I don't need it. I don't feel like I'm missing something if you guys sell yeah. this. Um, yeah, exactly. You know. You know, the only reason I bought a PS3 Slim was because my old PS3 died. And it's like, yeah, if something happens to my PS4, I'll get this one. But you know, I don't, I don't want to feel like this is the new Nintendo 3DS of PS4. You know, oh Which I have, by the way. <laughs> I, yeah, I do I have the new 3DS. I had one too. It's very good too. Yeah, I like my, I like why, Davis. Why'd you
2: trade yours in? Because I got a Vita, and it's better. Why would you do that? Because it's better. Right. <laughs> Except they don't
0: support it, but it's still yeah, better. <laughs> I don't any games anymore, Davis. Yeah, but the, I can go the classic. Alright. And Persona
2: 4. Isn't that right, Mike? Right. <laughs> uh, I feel like we'll just have to see, if, like, once they actually release actual information on it and not rumors, and, like, uh, Actual technical specifications—we're not, not
4: really gonna know. Yeah. yeah, it could be
2: worth it. It could be awesome. Like, what if it's a great upgrade? Could be. It, could, uh-huh. it probably yeah. won't be. It yeah. Could
0: be. Yeah. And at that point, you know, at that point, you know, it's like we, there's been those those trade. There's been this, so many rumors about this, but like there's that trade in thing talk where it's like hey, if you trade in your PS4, you can buy the new PS4.5 for like fifty dollars or a hundred dollars or something. And I mean, I wouldn't be down. As of right now, but if it was like oh, an actual huge technical upgrade, then at that point I might consider it. Yeah. So,
1: but it's like I have so many things downloaded to my current PS4. It just sounds like such an annoying process. Yeah, to have is. to get. <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel you. That's why you just do it to the cloud or whatever. Yeah, just put it on the little cloud. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the cloud doesn't put it back on my new PS4 instantly. It's like, oh. Yeah,
0: I used to do that manually, but at least it'll still be there. It's
1: true, that's it'll true.
0: Just it'll just take a while. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe it'll be super fast if there's super good technology there. <laughs> but enough about that. Um, and like I said, the Xbox, there's a the little rumors about it too. Maybe it'll be 1080p or whatnot, um, but it's all speculation right now. Um, I want to know, I want to ask you guys a question, because there's a game that everyone has told me that they loved, that I just can't, i just not a big fan of, and I want to ask what everyone's most overrated game of this generation is. I know what yours is, Davis. I know what mine is, too. Are we allowed to have <laughs> well, the same I one? hope you do. Um, I mean, you can have the same one, but
1: if you have another one.
2: <laughs> I'll think of another one, so I'll go last, and then I'll try to think of another one.
1: Okay. Dave Davis, what is it? It's killing me. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay.
2: So, everyone loves, and it's got
0: great reviews and everything, but I cannot stand Shadow of Mordor. Middle-earth middle, or middle of Shadow of Mordor. It just drives me crazy how many people love that game. Like, it's okay. It, it's fun for a little bit, but it's literally, an, it's literally an Arkham rip-off in Lord of the Rings universe with a horrible story... And it's and it's kind of boring sometimes. The only thing good there is the nemesis system, which is actually pretty cool. But other than that, it's just not. I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's good. I, I, nothing about it screams awesome to me. And but everywhere you see, it's like nine out of ten, nine point five out of ten, game of the year. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it.
1: So, oh, it drives me yeah, crazy. Yeah. No. I, I, I don't blame you. I, I fell off of that game and I kinda was wondering why and I, I think I just realized yeah, I just didn't enjoy it that much.
2: Yeah, it's just not that good. It's not that good. It's not good that good at all.
0: But if I fought, if I fought everyone at IGN, they would kill me and you know, so I mean you know, I,
2: I feel- Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Um so when they I feel like when that game came out there was not that much of anything else that was good coming up. Like, that was right at the beginning of this gen, mm-hmm. and there was nothing really that cool. And, but did gen give it their game of the year that year? Uh, what was that, 2014? All I right. think Dragon Age won that year. Oh, yeah, okay. Dragon Age. Okay, well, never mind. But I feel like the relative lack of anything really fun to play that year contributes to its high scores. But I agree with you. It's kind of a rip off of a lot of... Other better games, but I still had some sort of fun with it at first, kind of a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just didn't like the level design either. It was like it was like Far Cry meets Arkham meets I don't know. It just it just really annoyed me. Like the combat was was fun or whatever, but I just felt like I felt like I was fighting for no reason half the time. So, and it was uh, it was also annoying that like, I'd be in the middle of a mission and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden knock the orc could come like knock oog Urgnok, oog, 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 and then I'd have to like pause and like go try to kill him, but then abandon the mission. I don't know. It was just it was whatever. I just don't think it's that good. I'm very I'm very salty about it. <laughs>
3: uh, I just I think expectations for it were like non-existent, so that's why I think they, people they were, were people were like taken very surprised by like I mean it's still it's on a fundamental like gameplay level it's 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 good like it's like it has all like you said it's part Assassin's Creed part Arkham like it's just it has good stuff going for it but um, by the time I was done with it it felt like a chore to me because like I would lose to like the different irks and stuff and then they would get stronger and then I couldn't take them and it was just it was a chore by the end but I think like like um I can't think of the word but like it's it's a good game overall. You might just not like the gameplay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or like you're fighting someone and then another guy comes and you have to kill him, but that other guy runs away and he's like, oh, I ran away and got, a- I survived. Now I get a level up. And you're like, how's that?
1: You know, I loved the like, systems within the game, mm, um, yeah. but I didn't like playing the game is how I would it- describe it. it- yeah, I love the nem the nemesis system. I like. I even like the like the upgrade paths. They all, all like made sense. They all like very like yeah. By the end, you're very powerful and stuff. It's just like I, I don't know. It, it, there was just something about the, like, the combat and even the stealth and stuff. It just like I don't know. It didn't do it for me. It didn't mesh.
2: Yeah. To me, it feels like this weird Frankenstein game. Like <laughs> they took. <turn> yeah. <laughs> all these good ideas from all these other games and put them in one, True. but they don't really gel. I mean, they gel okay, but it doesn't do anything cool for itself, except for the Nemesis system. Mm-hmm. And that's underused, really. Like, they should have put that front and center, but I don't think they really did.
0: Yeah. And if you played it on PS3, I feel real bad for you because <laughs> they didn't have that. So. But, I digress. I want to hear what you, I want to hear what uh, Larry and Mike or, and Matt, What what's, what's your most overrated game? Whoever's
1: Who's going to go?
0: Mike or Larry. Matt said
1: he wanted to go last. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you go. No, I was so thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got mine. Um, okay. And this one actually pains me to say. It. Um, and I, I hate that this is my answer. Uh, Fallout 4. Oh, um, ouch. Ooh. Yeah. Nah, I'm a huge Fallout fan, and I got that when it released. I was super pumped. And... and it's not a bad game, you know. I just don't think it's a great one, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I just, you know, you know, This is saying like, you know, this this topic is like what what is our most overrated game? Uh, yeah. it's not that I think it's bad. I just think it's overrated. Uh, it it, it's, it just feels like more Fallout Three, and not in a good way. Um, in a, I thought you guys were going to like fix the same mistakes that you made. <laughs> you know? Yeah. in Fallout 3 or in Skyrim and they didn't, you know? Yeah. And, and it's fine. It's fine. A lot of people are okay with that. Um, but for me, it's like I, I need something new.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of right there with you, Larry. Um, I mean, I, I was was huge Fallout 3 fan. One of my favorite games ever. Same. Um, I love Skyrim. Um, I like yeah. Fallout 3 just a little bit more, I think, just because that hit me at a good point in my life, but um like when I played Fallout 4, I was I was not I wasn't overwhelmed, like, with... Um, I wasn't amazed like I was with Fallout 3. Like, I still had fun. Um, I enjoyed... Uh, I haven't beaten it yet. I'm pretty close to the end, but I haven't beaten it yet. Um, but I just... I got bored, honestly. Like, uh, I was yeah. having fun at first, and then I, I got kinda, I got a little bored. I'm not going to lie to you, so... Uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, game technically uh, isn't on par with uh, a lot of open, other open-world games, like The Witcher, um, so... And I, and I like...
1: I didn't even get when when people when the, after the game first released everybody was making a huge deal about the crafting system and like making settlements and stuff and like you would see all these really elaborate ones and all I kept thinking was why don't you guys play a game that has a good crafting system like you know I, I just I felt like it, it was so it was so lackluster and but everybody just because it was Fallout was just like going toward. And I don't know. It it just felt like there were so many games that did other things better. The same thing. I enjoyed the crafting system, but not really the the
2: settlement building system. Guys, I know this dude that has put, like, 300 hours into this game, and, like, 250 of those hours are settlement building. And wow. I'm like, why would you do this? Like I like, No, it sounds horrible. Just play The Sims or something. And or <laughs> Civilization. Yeah, anything else. And, um, and I like that they tried to add new things, but really, it feels like more, like like you guys say, it feels more like Fallout 3, except watered down, really. Mm-hmm. um, I miss, like, allocating skill points um, to all the different, like, small oh, guns, yeah. big guns, uh, sneak and stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like uh, the perk system is cool, but it makes it feel like Far Cry a lot to me, and I'm not a huge fan of, I don't know, that in, in an RPG, and I really hope they don't take the same approach to Skyrim or the next Elf of Scrolls, because I'd be very disappointed.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I, it, it's funny, because I agree with you. I, I really liked um, the leap from Oblivion to Skyrim, in terms of like the systems that they made more straightforward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fallout Three to Fallout Four, I really didn't like. like yeah, I missed the skill points as well, and um, in putting into the guns, like leveling up and just getting a, like a perk slot, just kind of felt meaningless.
2: Yeah, it was fun though. I guess It was
1: all right. <laughs> yeah. No. It, yeah. No. It's not a bad game. It's a. Yeah. Good,
2: uh, the level, some of the level design or the mission designs weren't very good. Yeah,
1: I wasn't a fan of
2: like uh, the faction, like the way they did the faction. You would have like one or two main faction quests, and then you could do radiant quests for them until you advance the story or whatever. But I liked in the Skyrim where each faction had like a separate story, kind of. Yeah, that was cool. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I felt a lot of
0: it felt like like fillery or like fetch questy kind of things, and Fallout 4, which I didn't like, but. What are you going to do, right? Yeah. yeah. These are other good ideas for all three, it looks like. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but...
1: Still. <laughs> Mike, what's your game?
3: Okay, well, I'm sitting here scrolling through the games that I have right now. We, and, we, um, we, could, we could hear it. Oh, could you hear it? Okay, I muted it because I thought I could <laughs> hear it playing back. Um, okay, so the problem is that every game that I come across, I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't rated that high anyway, so it wouldn't technically be overrated, but I came up with two that I can kind of think of one is probably Arkham Knight, and I really like Arkham Knight, but I feel like in retrospect, looking back, it probably wasn't as good, like as we thought in the moment, or maybe just me personally. But like, I don't know, with all the the um, Bat Tank stuff, I would probably mm-hmm. never, I would probably never play it. And if I feel like if I give a game like I if the game got like nines and like nine point fives from some places. And if I'm going to give a game that scores something that I'm probably willing to replay or, I don't know, has a lot of replayability, So, and I just feel like I wouldn't probably wouldn't play that game. I would rather play one of the other Arkham games before that one. So I'm going to say that's one. And the other one that I thought of, I think I've talked about this before, um, but Infamous Second Son. Um, oh yeah. It's a good game, but I think... Since it came out so early in the PS4's life, like we all, it was just it was supposed. To, I feel like it was pictured as that first big like PS4 game that was gonna like blow our minds away, and it didn't. I mean, um... I don't know. The gameplay was repetitive, and I mean, it looked really great. It, it, like they created Seattle really, really well, <laughs> but um... I just feel like overall, it just it wasn't as great yeah. as the review. The review I, got I, when I it first they... came out.
0: Yeah, I got you, yeah, I'm with you on that Yeah,
3: Detective,
2: really Yeah
0: yeah.
2: Um, but when you turn the controller sideways and shake it It's like you have a spray paint button It's <laughs> fun, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that, that depresses me Infamous <laughs> is probably my Favorite series on PS3 I, mm. I loved that series to death Platinumed the first and the second um, You know, and, and Second Son, admittedly um, But I <laughs> But it wasn't as enjoyable a process. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, the powers, like it was like they gave you too many, yeah, uh, which so is too. which is which is weird because like when they announced, it's like, oh, your power is you take powers. I was so excited, um, you know, because yeah. like I loved in Infamous Two getting the ice powers. Uh, I thought that was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Which and by the way, those were way better than the fire powers. Um, just just saying. Um, but yeah, no. In Second Sun, it was just like I don't know. They they weren't they they didn't really feel that unique. Well, that's why know. that's
3: why First Light was so good because it was so focused on like just yeah. just uh, Fetch's neon powers. Yeah. yeah,
2: which were by far the best powers anyway. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. There's that one video power like that I still don't understand. <laughs> but like I, I don't know how to describe it. That like was weird. I don't understand what so video. power
0: yeah, the neon was my favorite
1: one too. And cement was just so stupid. Like you it got you got, uh, got that in the final boss, and mm-hmm. it just it didn't feel it didn't feel good to use. Uh, it didn't even have like all the special abilities the other powers did. Uh, um, and then every everybody got their hopes up on getting a paper power because of that weird like alternate like that that weird game the like the a or like the what's it what's it called that. The game that extends to real life as well, like what's, what are, what are those called? What <laughs> I'm not. Sure. You guys know what I'm talking about? No. So so there was like a promotion when Second Son first came out, um, where there were levels that were hidden in the game, but then you also had to do tasks outside of the game. Um, it was weird, and it sounds you know, like it was, my nightmare. All... <laughs> It involves hunting down this guy with paper powers, and everybody thought that the last level- Oh, okay, I know look. what you're talking about. I do
3: remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and it didn't. It was just like, oh, cool, you beat the level. Neat. Yeah, I do
3: remember that. <laughs> I remember that now.
1: It was so annoying. Mm-hmm. It's such yeah. a letdown.
3: I don't
1: what the hell would paper power be, though? <laughs> like. <laughs> The guy had a paper
2: power. It was cool.
1: Paper, paper Mario. <laughs>
2: paper Mario. You can fit through small cracks
0: and stuff. Oh, <laughs> That'd be useful. It's
1: just Flat Stanley, if anybody remembers that book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, do you have your uh, your most overrated game to count?
2: Well, it would have been Shadow of Mordor, but I'm going to... Do Wii U games count? Yeah, it's okay. this generation. <laughs> okay, so I, had two, so I had two, kind of. Um, I don't know if you guys realize, but I'm not a huge Far Cry fan, I guess, already, so maybe I'm biased, but I was kind of underwhelmed with Far Cry 4. Um, I really liked Far Cry 3, but 4 was really just copied and pasted into, from 3. Um, I agree. Elephant was cool for like a minute. Um, but other than that, and then there's... Super Mario 3D World, which got just, like, nines and tens across the board. I awesome. love Damn. Super
3: Mario 3D World. Definitely.
2: I love, love the <laughs> I might... I'm, I'm changed like, my opinion. <laughs> 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 like, I, I mean, it's fun, but... And I've only played the Super Mario Galaxy games a little bit, so I guess I... I'm not really entitled to this opinion, but it seemed like the worlds and the levels in, uh galaxy were a lot better developed than the ones in 3d world. Like in 3d world, it's all just weird floating platforms and maybe I'm expecting too much from Mario or whatever, yeah. but I don't know. It just didn't seem, I didn't seem as bold a step as the galaxy games did. So yeah, like we, you could turn into a cat. Oh, how cool.
0: Yeah. And it's, a great.
3: it's great. And the music in that game I... is so great. The music is phenomenal. I do
2: love the music. <laughs> Wait, that you're big. Is... Wait,
1: sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying that game is great. No, you continue. <laughs> oh, oh
0: wait. Okay, so you guys both really like Super Mario Three D World. Yes, I love it. Oh
2: wow. I mean, I enjoyed it, but yeah. I'm not a big. I'm not a huge fan. And I I enjoyed like three or three or four player co-op, which was just like chaos, basically. Like just yeah, there was no organization. But
4: yeah,
2: I mean, it might not. It just probably isn't my thing, really. But yeah. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on board with, with that because I didn't have that great of a time with it. I mean, it just felt like more of the same to me. But, like, I love the Super Nintendo Mario. So it doesn't get any better than that to me. So, um, but we'll move on. We'll move on before we start some, some arguments. I'm going to lose friends. I don't so. want to start an argument. <laughs> you asked the question. I know, I know, I know. I just want to see what you guys thought. Um... So, another ru- um, rumor, because we talk a lot about rumors on these podcasts, but um, The Witcher 3, uh, the newest expansion, Blood and Wine, um, there was a leaked uh, date of June 7th, and I'm pretty sure that might be accurate, to be yeah. honest.
2: There's leaked artwork, too. Like Yeah,
0: leaked artwork. That was awesome, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it did, it did.
2: Um,
0: but I'm really, really excited for um, Blood and Wine. Um, I beat Hearts of Stone. I know, Matt, you're Playing Hearts of Stone right now, so um I, Carr- <laughs> I know you're yeah. playing hearthstone of Stone, Larry. Mike, did you ever beat Witcher Three? Did you ever put play- get far into it?
3: I never finished it. No.
0: Oh, Mike, you Sorry. gotta play it.
3: I'm really busy.
0: I know you are. I know you are <laughs> playing Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> looking, at, looking at Ratchet's cankles. But I'm really excited for uh, Blood and Wine. Like I'm probably way more excited for Blood and Wine than I was for Hearts of Stone. Hearts of Stone was, Hearts of Stone maybe the best expansion I've ever played. It's that good. And I bought so. it and downloaded it and I haven't played it. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Add it to the shelf. Whoa. We're going to talk about the shelf on one of these podcasts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the infamous shelf.
1: Shelf <laughs> <laughs> for all your infamous games. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all the uh, overrated ones. Yeah, oh, that's sad.
0: I like the first Infamous. Second one it was all right. Second son yeah. Anyway, Witcher. Um, who? Uh, Larry, do you ever play the Witcher? I haven't. Oh man, it's I, good.
1: I, I I just like I don't know uh, when it came out, and to this day, I'm like the amount of time required <laughs> for the game. I don't yeah. have. It's uh, definitely, it's uh, <laughs> definitely. I think
2: for sure, for sure. It took me months to beat the, the the main game, like a long time. I started a new game in December, and I'm still like I'm still playing now.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. it's wow. it's yeah. It's definitely. It took me. I, it was like a hundred hours from over a hundred hours. I think that that'd be. It's really
2: good though. Oh my gosh, but um, yeah. I'm but really was- excited. I was just thinking this morning that I didn't want that expansion to be over because I don't want The Witcher to be over. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, leaked uh, new expansion con,
0: Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but as soon as we beat Blood Wine, well, that's it. You're I know. Right. And it's done forever. <laughs> Until uh, CD Projekt
2: Red comes out with the what's that Cyberpunk Cyberpunk twenty seventy
0: seven. Yeah.
2: How big is the area they're supposed to be adding to? The Witcher, in this expansion. Isn't it supposed to be
0: the same size as
2: Velen and Novograd combined? Okay, so the guy said it's comparable in size to Novograd, Velen, and Skellige. And all those individual areas vary widely yeah. in size. And mm. so that doesn't really mean much. Like, I'm very confused by the uh, statement. But it's supposed to be like, 20, <laughs> like 20-ish like hours. He's Polish,
0: with though. He, he probably was confused by the question. Oh. <laughs> you no know if it's Polish people. What? <laughs> uh uh-huh. Um, but I guess we'll, we'll move on from Witcher Three since you know it's just a rumor right now. Um, and so one of my favorite series is getting a fourth game, or really a fifth game, and that's Gears of War. Gears of War Four is coming out. Um, I think what is it, October eleventh? Was a release date? There's a release date, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's coming out. Gosh, hold on let me find it does anyone know or oh october 11th that was right okay cool so it's coming out october 11th um and i gotta tell you i'm really i'm really not caring like to be honest i love the gears of war series i played the first three loved them played multiplayer with all my friends and stuff played uh um judgment judgment yeah um it was, it was it was all right, um, but like I'm really not caring. I saw the E3 gameplay. It didn't look that great. It was really dark.
3: Um, does anyone care about Gears Four at all?
0: Nope.
4: Uh, oh, there you go.
3: No, I've never I've never played any of them. Oh man! Um, but I have them all downloaded to my Xbox One right now. So <laughs>
0: at least not on the shelf. At least not on the shelf.
3: Well, the like I have Gears. Um, Ultimate edition or whatever, and it came with like the three sixty copies of the rest, so Gotcha. I'll get to them someday.
0: Yeah, you should play them. They're pretty short. They're pretty yeah. they're all pretty short, yeah. Um and they're and they're good. I mean, they're not like anything it's like playing a any over violent third person shooter. It's not anything captivating, but it's it's pretty fun and it's like the weapons are, are by far like some of the coolest thing. Like when I first used the uh the Lancer, which is the the chainsaw gun, as it was dubbed, as it was dubbed in like 2006. I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Because I was like, what 13 when I first played that game. And I was like <laughs> chopping people up with a chainsaw gun. So I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And I mean, they add some cool weapons and stuff, and you get you can blow people up to like smithereens and stuff. I don't know. It's just it's cool. It's 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 a man's
2: game. <laughs> I'm like vaguely excited just because. I get excited for exclusives. Like, I like yeah. the idea of exclusives. I like. Yeah. Uh, I like seeing what each company is trying to focus on, and like. Uh, but I played. I've only really played the remake of the first Gears of War. Um, yeah. That's, that's Ultimate Edition, right? Yeah. Um, it's it okay. I guess it looked cool. It was all right. Um, you loved it? No, nah, I didn't love it, but it was all right. So I guess I'm sort of excited but it's not really on my radar yeah. but I'll probably play it like eventually
0: yeah
2: it looked weird in that E3 demo it did look like, weird in
0: that E3 demo
2: and then it's, suppo- it's supposed to take place like one night in the woods I guess like, yeah so, like, which is weird yeah and I think that could be
0: cool because it sounds kind of like more like a horror like atmosphere yeah, than but, the
2: other ones which is apparently what was originally envisioned for Gears of War in the first place yeah so
0: it could be pretty cool but I guess no one else really cares about it, huh? Yeah. Well, oh well. It's kind of. I think it's going to be one of those games that goes under people's radars, and then depending on reviews, it's either going to stay under people's radars or it's going to like people are going to be like, "Oh, the new gears of war is out. Oh, wow, it's getting like nines or 8.5s or whatever." I so. feel like I feel like Microsoft's going to uh,
2: advertise the crap out of yeah, it, like, yeah, because they need there. exclusives. They need them. <laughs> yeah, they
0: do. They do. They're, dying for exclusives so um yeah well um before we before we head out um what are you guys what are you guys gonna be playing over the weekend
3: (laughs) i'm gonna be finishing up ratchet and clank and then i have quantum break to play
1: yo you got quantum break man! yeah yeah. oh Oh, man i can't wait to play that yeah i'm
3: really excited Larry,
1: what you playing? Honestly, Anything? honestly, Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Yeah. I, I, I am I am grinding to legend this month. I'm trying to get there, um, and it's 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 quite a grind. So, are you, pl- uh, are you no playing case. on
0: mobile or on like an iPad? Wait, say again. Are you, playing, are you playing on like mobile or like on an iPad?
1: So, my computer is so terrible that it can't even <laughs> run a card game. So, I'm playing on iPad. Okay, okay. When Larry
3: <laughs> needed a half an hour before this podcast, you really know what he was doing? Well, he, was just, he was just playing Hearthstone.
1: <laughs> I, you know, there was definitely a game before then. Uh, what so are you
3: playing
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at Larry right now. <laughs> uh, um, well, like a fool, I'm going to be juggling... <laughs> uh, the, the end of The Witcher Three, uh, Hearts of Stone, Dark Souls Three, and Ratchet and Clank, and I'll make zero yeah. progress on all of them because I'll be trying. I'll be doing a little bit of time on each. So, yeah. great. And I'll be
0: playing Dark Souls Three, and I have to finish up. I forgot. I have to finish up Rise of the Tomb Raider before
2: and Fallout Four, okay. and Metal Gear Solid okay. Five, okay. Right. and I believe the list goes on. <laughs> oh, your list goes on <laughs> too.
0: But uh, yeah, I need to beat Rise of the Tomb Raider before Uncharted comes out
2: that was good though you really should
0: i know Oh, that's so good i know i know mike probably wants to kill me right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) well we're gonna skip 20 get 20 uh video game 20 questions this week because we're out of time so uh we we had some some difficulties and stuff (laughs) um but we will catch you next week we are up now on itunes uh you can find us on our game storming podcast uh you can find us on SoundCloud under Gamestorming Podcast. Um, you can send us an email at Gamestorm Cat. I think it's just Gamestormcast at gmail dot com, where uh, you can send in you can send in fan topics, uh, whatever you want us to talk about. You can send in suggestions, all that kind of good stuff. Tell us how we're doing. We love to hear feedback. Um, And you can find us uh, hopefully soon. I'm about to um, actually make a Twitter for this, so you can find us there as well. You can find Mike on Twitter, too. I think he's at, what, Mnetroy?
1: Yeah, you know me.
0: And no Mike on Twitter. Larry, are you on Twitter?
1: I am on Twitter. I'm at Largar. Largar? I think think that's what I'm under.
0: Okay. And I'm at hagen ten. I'm Matt. You're not on Twitter, but you can find Matt on
2: Facebook. I'm barely on Facebook.
0: (laughs) He probably won't respond to you, but you can find him there. Um, Well, that's all we got this week, and we will see you next time.
4: Right.